Welcome to Love and Justice, Episode 10. Today we cover Episode 10 of Sailor Moon Crystal, Act 10 of the manga, Episodes 37 and 38 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, and Episode 44 of the 90s anime. And oh man, guys, I am so excited about this one because it's about one of my favorite Sailor Moon things ever, the Silver Millennium. We actually recorded this episode before the Christmas special, so we hadn't seen up through the most recent episodes of Crystal, which will be very apparent throughout our conversation. Kudos to Lola, though, for almost perfectly accurately predicting the fate of the Shiteno. And even more kudos to Sailor Moon Crystal itself for making all of my personal middle school headcanon dreams come true. Absolutely no sense. Of course, but not. I mean, do they ever make sense? No, it's but a on the book. on the twentieth anniversary uh, album of Sailor Moon, that's yeah, that's on Sweet. iTunes, which I which I have as well. Uh, there's a recording of La Soldier that is like, have you seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? I've only seen certain episodes of it because have you seen the opening credit sequence? Because yeah. like I love the opening credits and the song from that, and the girl's voice sounds kind of like the girl that sings that, and it's like got yeah. metal guitar. Oh my god, it's so I'm a good. fan of metal guitar. It's really yeah. good. You need to listen yeah. to it. You it's would just like, love it. It's like, like just like starts off like this really yeah. dramatic, like like yeah. gloomy, like, and then it's like it's so good. Straight up, as you yeah. can tell, we know all the Japanese Straight up, words. I could not watch Brotherhood because I realized it was just going to be a more detailed rehashing yeah. oh, of yeah. Full Metal. And Full Metal well, was hard enough for me I, to get through well, because of all the emotional turmoil I was in. I mean, And I was like, I can't do this a second time. That's a very good segue into the fact that, I mean, that that is what Sailor Moon Crystal is. Yeah, Sailor no, Moon Crystal is. is to Sailor Moon what Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is to the manga Look at these of Full Metal Alchemist. I told you, I told you already. Yeah. I'm really good but at But unlike, unlike Full Metal Brotherhood, I can watch Sailor Moon Crystal. Crystal, yeah. Sailor Moon Brotherhood, I mean, sorry. <laughs> can that be a thing? Damn it. <laughs> well, there's Sam's oh next God. project. Sailor Moon Brotherhood. Sorry. Sam, make a note. Uh, no, but uh, Full Metal Brotherhood was, I like, once I realized it was just going to be Full Metal Alchemist again, I was like, I am not ready to live the trauma a second time. So I had to stop watching it. I am writing down the words, Sailor Moon Sailor Brotherhood. Moon Brotherhood. <laughs> Damn Sailor it. Sailor Moon Brotherhood and Barrels Boys. Barrels Boys. Check, check your local oh listings. Oh my God. Oh my God. I but, forgot about Barrels Boys. Dude, I was thinking about Barrels Boys the other day. And you know what I would love is <laughs> if guys, the theme if, song. If, if anybody <laughs> who listens to this show came from listening to me on Geek Show. This the emotion in this room is like a third show. <laughs> that will make sense to uh, only like five people. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I would like to think that if Barrels Boys was a sitcom, uh-huh. that it had a theme song very similar to Charles and Charge. Yeah. Oh, that was exactly Can what I, I was wait, thinking. On. Can I hear your in, your impression of what that theme song was? Oh, I mean, I can't make up lyrics on the spot because I'm not I'm not clever enough. Okay. But, but the Charles and Charge yeah. theme song yeah. is like New Kid in the Neighborhood. Da, 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 yeah. da, I just remember the chorus of Charles in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Charles in charge Wait, no, of our days, days and our nights. Yeah. Charles, Charles in charge. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. 
Now, that I will. Three part harmony. Well, and another <laughs> confession I have is I've Close. never actually heard the actual Charles and Char- Charles 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 Charles? theme song. Oh. I only know the acapella version from Scrubs that Ted's oh, band sings. Yeah. <laughs> See. I, um, uh, fun side story. Um, I know the Charles in Charge theme song and the Mr. Belvedere theme song because my mom told me during the summer I was not allowed to watch TV during the daytime, to which my response was, I'll show you. So I would sneak into our basement where we had a black and white TV and, uh, in the middle of the day during the summer, they would just show Charles in Charge, Who's the Boss, and Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. And I would watch those even if I didn't want to be watching them. Just because to stick it to her. I wanted to stick it to my mom that I was watching TV. So I can do the Mr. Belvedere theme song. <laughs> which, which, by the way, goes, streaks on the china. Doesn't matter before. No one cares. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't remember a thing that happened, but I remember yeah. I watched a shit ton of all of that. So if anybody with musical talents wants to write a theme song to Barrel's Boys. <gasps> oh, you would be our hero and we'll, forever. And and we, we'll, we'll feature it on Yeah, here. we'll absolutely feature it in the episode. We'll give you credit. We will make t-shirts. <laughs> we'll even upload it to iTunes for, for you. you. Yes, and, and make money for you because yeah. everyone's going to want to buy it. As long as you allow us to use it as to the theme it. song when we actually make this sitcom <laughs> coming your way. Yeah, yeah. Circa 2017. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific date. I, I didn't realize I that we had green-lighted that oh, show. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. Just it's, did. In, it's in development. We just That's, did right now. Okay. That's the power of radio. <laughs> if you say something, it's true. <laughs> so, uh, now that we've deviated from the plot uh, of this podcast episode Sorry. as much as an episode of the 90s anime of Sailor Moon. Uh, this is the 10th episode of Love and Justice. Please keep Ooh. all of this and just let this be a really long episode. <laughs> <laughs> they need it. The people need it. <laughs> We're covering the 10th episode of Sailor Moon Crystal, uh, the 10th act of the manga, episode 44. <laughs> the what have we been doing? What have uh, we been doing? And episodes 37 and 38 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the fabulous live action series that ran from like 2003 to 2004. And I don't, I don't mind that it's only like, it's like 35 episodes no, later. No, Because other important shit actually happens happened. in that yeah, show. Whereas like, whereas like when we talk about the 90s anime, we don't have to be like, well, this is what was happening that you missed out on this crucial. It's like, we went uh, skiing. <laughs> Guys. They did. They did go skiing. Okay, so this is something that I really, just really need to bring up. So the last episode that we talked about <laughs> was episode 35. And it seemed like we were like really getting on we're track. Getting like we were getting to the story. It was going to be awesome. Shit is getting real. Yeah. yeah. And then the next episode, Usagi's like going to a princess academy throwing a frisbee. Like what? And the episode after yeah. that, they're like, Ice skating. Like to to <laughs> clarify, when we say throwing a frisbee, we mean a, a woman who is a princess is like, I'm going to teach you how to be princess. Yeah, throw these frisbees, and then she has an aside where she's like, "This frisbee throwing will show me which one of these girls throwing frisbees is Sailor Moon." <laughs> Whoa, Wait. that is. Hold on. Yeah, that's the episode. That is for real. That, wow. Yep, that is 100 percent true. Uh huh. They, they wear riding outfits and throw uh, frisbees uh-huh. because they're looking at all the girls to figure out which one is throwing yeah, a frisbee in a way of, that reminds because them of, of Sailor Moon. Because of Mujiara. Mujiara. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I made that conclusion. <laughs> I just thought it was fucking stupid. <laughs> it is. That's why. All right. 
Uh, Correct. Yeah. So anyway, finally, uh, <laughs> my brain hurts. almost almost ten episodes later, uh, Sailor Moon, the '90s anime series, decides to get back to the plot with uh, episode forty-four, where uh, basically. All of these episodes in some way cover a flashback or at least a partial flashback to all of the girls' lives in the Silver Millennium, which was their like previous lives right. when they when Serenity was Princess of the Moon and the girls were all princesses of the other planets, but they all lived on the moon and they were her like guardians and advisors. Um so in the 90s anime, the way that they end up on the moon is Dude, ridiculous. All right, hold on. All right. First up. <laughs> first, first off, the the episode just starts off <clears throat> like we're just like we're just fucking hanging out, whatever. And then Luna shows up at the house and is like, "Sup? We found a portal." Yeah, no. Wait, literally, what happens is Usagi is sleeping. Yeah. She is having a dream about Mamoru. She yeah. has ridiculous hard eyes and she's drooling. And Luna comes running in and wakes her up and is like, "Listen." Sailor Venus and Artemis found an entrance to the yeah. enemy's hideout and in the dark they, yeah. they go to, what, is it a restaurant? A restaurant. Yeah. Hold on. First of all, I was like, oh, they just found the hideout. And Emma says to me, trying to make this better, it's like, <laughs> no, it's like on the computer screen or something. And then it cuts to a scene where there is just a wall that is opened up in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> but with the way like, that it's, like, it, with the way that that wall is animated with the portal, it just looks like that wall's got black mold. Right. Like, are we to believe? <laughs> it looks like an episode of Kitchen Nightmares in there. Are we to believe that the Dark Kingdom, like, was had a restaurant as the front for its operation? Oh, and like an old. Of, yeah, this is an old operation. These, yeah, and that all of these secret crystal caves lead to the North Pole. Like, you go through an Italian restaurant, sure. you wander through some caves, and then bam, you're in the North Pole. Barrel, like it, Barrel said. Hey guys, I just saw The Godfather. Right. I have a great idea. Italian restaurants are a great place to hide shit you don't want. Was a. Like an entrance to like our evil hideout. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Was a pizza cutter like a port key and it transported us to. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. So. They go running and they end up in these weird like green crystal caves. Yeah. And from the Italian restaurant. Right. From, the, from the Italian restaurant we end up. Well, they run into Kunzai in first. Yeah. Well, they run yeah. into Kunzai in the cave. Right. And when Kunzai encounters them in the cave, he's like, we're not quite ready for you guys to show up at the Dark Kingdom yet. What so does that I, even mean? So I am going to send you to the multidimensional chaos Hold world. On, excuse me. Excuse me. Um. A multidimensional <laughs> no, no, no. chaos. The one multidimensional chaos. World. Holy shit! Wait, the <laughs> the Lola multidimensional. What, Lola? You <laughs> just won the triathlon. What are you going to do next? I'm gonna go to the multidimensional chaos world. And then he's like, "Could it send you to ancient Africa? Could it send you to the crustacean yeah, period? Yeah, the Cretaceous no period. Crustacean. Like, sorry, crabs. I'm in Cretaceous. Crabs. Shut up. So here's my thing. I'm is having a lot of Freudian slips. Is the multidimensional chaos world? A dimension unto itself, or is it just like a, you go through this portal and then yeah. it's pandemonium? You could end up anywhere. There's also, I think it's that. There's also a subtle dig because his <laughs> final thing that he says is, or the time when war was happening in Europe, and Usagi yeah, says, what? not that time. And I'm like, like what that's that is super, that's what the worst that thing you've ever heard. Also, of is which time when war was happening? Yeah, in Europe? right. There's a like, lot of time. War has happened in Europe more than I'm, once. I'm pretty sure the last World War. Also involved <laughs> Europe. You? So, like, what war are you referring <laughs> right. to? 
So basically what it's happens. Like, it's like the Westworld is, right, is of punishments. Coonside is like, it's basically <laughs> the beginning of the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Where Coonside is like, this horrible thing is going to happen to you. So on the Indiana Jones ride, you're in the Jeep. Oh and they're God. like, don't look into the eyes of Fool, the idol. You have looked into my eyes. Now all that faces you is eternal doom. Yeah, so then you turn the corner and Indiana Jones is like, guys, this way to get out of the temple. That is what happened. It's basically it. that Kunzai tries to send them to ancient Africa or World War II. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead... They end up on the moon yeah, kingdom. like... Like Luna and Artemis interfere, or like the the no the crystal. The, it's oh, the, the silver crystal. That's right. The moonstick falls out oh, of their God. hands. Oh, that's right. And Kunzite uh, starts to go yoink. Right, and then they all disappear. Yeah, that's Deus right. Deus ex machina. Deus ex machina. <laughs> so then they end up on the moon. <laughs> At the ruins of oh the castle on the Mare Serenitatis, yeah. the castle uh, quick, thing. S- quick sidebar. Yeah. When we open that Sailor Moon theme park. Yeah. This is a ride. Uh, this is, All right, oh, I was just yeah. wondering. Yeah, this is the Indiana Jones equivalent at our park. Got it, got <laughs> it. It's going to be a- oh my God, can you imagine? You go in and you encounter Kunzai and then like you're, you're and it's going to be the sailboats from the, uh, from the would have been American sailor boat. Yes, yes, yes. And your sailboat just like veers to the side yes. and then you go through like the war of the silver millennium. I like can it. it. Can it um, also Shit. have, if the, if the cars get stuck, um, this is, by the way, ride lingo. If, the cars get backed up. It's called right. the cascade. cascade. Um, if the cars cascade, can we have, like with the Indiana Jones ride, a built-in automated timer where the Coonsight just exaggeratedly <laughs> looks at his watch yeah, like Indiana Jones does? <laughs> yes. Fun fact, kids. That's what happens. Yep. I didn't yes. know that. He, yeah. He, if you're stuck there too long, he looks at his watch. It's a built-in comic <laughs> yeah, relief. Yeah, if you cascade oh, on Indiana the Jones. cars that are stuck because of a cascade. Mm. That's crazy. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, that's definitely what would happen is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, uh, upon further investigation, I did actually write down that the silver crystal made the girls go to the moon. Oh, okay. You I figured it out. Good not job. Not paying attention very well. Uh, so they go, they end up in the moon. And the first thing that like, so in all other versions, so Queen Serenity doesn't appear in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon until the special act, at, which happens after all the episodes of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, where, spoilers, it's about Usagi and Mamoru's wedding. Um, it's so good. That's actually, we'll talk about that sometime. That's going to um, be a whole nother episode. Yeah, we're going to, we'll devote a whole episode to the special act because it's pretty great. Uh, but anyway, so in the manga and in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, like to make the consciousness of Queen Serenity from the Eternity mainframe. Do you mean on Sailor moon. moon Crystal? Yeah, I do mean Sailor okay. Moon Crystal. I don't know what I said. I just I'm, wanted to make sure. <laughs> I mean the manga and Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> so in the manga and Sailor Moon Crystal, in order to make uh, Queen Serenity appear from the Eternity mainframe, they like draw the sword and right. she appears. In this, they like wind up on the moon and she's just like descends. She descends. From heavens. And she's still tiny. Yeah. She, they just watch her fall. <laughs> and then as she gets closer to the ground, Sailor Moon just gets lower and lower. Like she's about to interview a kid on Kids <laughs> Say the Darndest Thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway. She's, uh, and then she's like, I'm your mom. And she's like, shit, you're my mom. I know. It's like, but, she looks here, just here's like the thing you. that I found <laughs> very confusing was that in the 90s anime, Queen Serenity says, we're descended from a long line of humans born on the moon? Um, I didn't 
So is this Silver Millennium different from the one in the manga? And like, they don't have super long lifespans and they're not like gods, basically. I don't don't know. know. Yeah, I don't pretty know. much. Uh, yeah. So yeah. then we get. Wouldn't that also? Wouldn't that just make you lunars? Yeah. Why would you be humans? I yeah. know. If you were born on the moon, you'd be something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and once again, this goes unless back they to, were born on Earth and then in ancient times traveled, traveled to, to the, the moon, moon and then but set I, up a civilization. I was always, and I mean, this is this is totally fan fiction headcanon. This is based on your. <laughs> this is based on the fan fiction you wrote. <laughs> To clarify. I mean, maybe. Uh, but in in my headcanon, it was that, like, people from other planets went to the Earth. Yeah. Like, it that, was a colony. Yeah, the Earth was a colony. That and makes, that, like, okay. the moon was the central kingdom of, like, the solar system that we live in. I could that's, get, what I, that's what I thought. I could get behind that, Thank I you. Guess. Thank you very much. Uh, I made that up, but I, that was pseudo-based on, uh, other things that I had, you know, read in the manga and implications from Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon and whatnot were basically in other versions. And I, I think they mention it in this version, too, that, like, the people on the moon were meant to, like, guide the development of the people on the Earth. Yeah. So, like, they're kind of, like, gods to them, mm-hmm. almost. You know, like it's yeah. the elves. Like the elves to the humans. Once in Lord again. of the Rings. Yeah. It all comes back to Lord it of the Rings. It all comes back to Lord of the Rings. Do you think that Naoko Takauchi is just a huge Tolkien fan? Probably. Ooh. I would not be surprised at all. Only she made it better because it's mostly girls. Mostly girls, yay! Thank <laughs> Instead you. of mostly um, dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, long line of humans born on the moon found that incredibly confusing. And then we get a f- flashback to when they... We're on the moon, and there's this ball going on. Oh, my God. First of all, first of all, as you are panning across where it's like, the world of the moon is coming alive, um, and these fountains start spurting water, those fountains look like the face huggers from Alien. From Alien. Yes, they, they, are totally not, do. they are not beautiful fountains. No, they look they're like sca- they're monsters. terrifying. Those are monster yeah. fountains. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. And then, like, <laughs> so they're at the party, whatever, and and Princess Serenity is on the balcony. Yes! And then here comes... For no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Here comes Prince and Dimmy, and he's like, sorry, I'm late. My kingdom is in peril. Uh, and also, they're going to come invade your kingdom. But I'll see you in but there. I'll see you in there. Like, what? What is like, that? Literally, it starts with him warning her that, like, shit is about to go down. Right. And he's like, I'll see you at the ball. Yeah. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> Let's on. dance. Let me clarify something. Sure. <laughs> Let me clarify an actual line an actual line when he is describing what is happening on the earth he says Beryl is a wizard and they're coming to attack (laughs) the the line he says they're like no one's gonna know what Beryl is if we don't explain it uh what's um What's a scary kind of thing thing? that might have powers yeah so the actual line in the translation is Sailor Moon Beryl is a wizard. Yeah. To which I said, man, that must have been a rough seven years of Hogwarts for her to be this awful. Uh, yeah, she definitely uh, started practicing the dark arts from an early age. Very early age. <laughs> and then, like, they go to the ball. But that's the thing is they go to the Yeah, it's true. And they go he, to the ball. And they just keep talking about how shit's going to go down. Like, during yeah. their dance, it's like, why are we still talking about this and not doing something? Like, why right. don't we get your mom and be like, we got to prepare for an attack? Yeah, yeah. No, no let's on. dance. Hey, babe. Did you, did you talk to my mom? Nah, but guess what, babe? You look great. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean. Uh, yeah. 
And then, like, while they're dancing, it's like, BT dub, we are under attack. I know. And then he looks surprised. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait a second. Did you, like, suffer from, like, immediate amnesia? Like, you just told us that the Earth was coming to attack. You know what I would love? I would love an alternate alternate, uh, scenario Mm -hmm. where they solve all their problems through dance. Yeah, I mean, where they just have <laughs> like a, dance a West Side off. Story. No, but really, mm-hmm. like, I mean, what a perfect opportunity to segue into a a dance off slash dance resolution because like I mean, they're coming to the ball is happening. So mambo. Yes. mambo. That's sort of very slightly what happens in Sailor Moon La Conquista, where like the the siege happens when they're at the ball and in that case it's it's Soysite warning Ami that like shit's about to go down right, right. and at least Endymion is like oblivious to it because Endymion is the fucking prince of earth like he right. should be he able should to know. do something about yeah. this but like in La Reconquista, Endymion is just oblivious to right. all the bad that's happening. And Zoysite's the one that's like, uh... shit's happening. I think stuff's going bad. But he doesn't realize how bad it is. He right. doesn't realize that, like, everybody else has already been possessed. And then he does when they kill him. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but... Yeah, so they're just talking about it. And then, like you said, act surprised when, when they, they show find it. out. And by the way, <laughs> the people from the Earth... The way that they get to the moon is yep. very similar to how Endymion flies into the fray to go a save zoom. Princess Serenity. I have the impression that they just took off from the Earth like Superman. They, they, they crouched down and then went, <laughs> powers from the Earth's sun, zoom. Uh, no. Uh, also, Metallia looks like a huge on-crack version of the Pokemon Gengar. Spooky. That's what Sam said. <laughs> when we were watching, Sam Smart said man. that. Yeah. He said that it looked like Gengar. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Although he said Haunter. But oh. Either one, though. But I still. Because I had moments where I was going back and forth about Just, whether it was Haunter or Gengar, yeah. and ultimately it was like, you know what? She kind of evolves, and it's, it's both. Gengar, it's yeah. both. It's totally both. So basically, Beryl should have just like said that she chose yeah. Metallia. Gengar, I choose you. <laughs> Metallia. Serenity's like, Endymion, I choose. This is a terrible choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely worthless. Also, also, I love that when uh, when the Sailor Senshi, by the way, they just recycle a bunch of stock footage of their, yeah. of their you know, regular attacks because they each only have one attack in the first season of Sailor <sighs> Boring. They recycle all this stock footage, and then there's like a fight with Beryl, and and Prince Endymion totally throws a rose. That's what I was about to say. This is when we get to see the origin of the rose throwing. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Still not useful. Is it a magical rose? That one, I would argue, was a magical rose. Because we're on the moon Because it knocked Beryl back a pace when she was like, It did. It did. Serenity, I'm going to. Fuck up your well, face. Uh, also, didn't Beryl have a sword? Not, not no. in this not version. No. In this version, Beryl, she's... Beryl just like levitates and for no reason her hair is all like... Also, yeah. also she is a vampire. She is, she has vampire fangs. Yeah. She is yeah. a vampire with crazy hair <laughs> and I think her, her fingernails are actually talons. I don't think anyone actually did any research yeah. on what Beryl was. They were like, these are things bad guys have. <laughs> and all the spooky things yeah. on the lady. But yeah, also yeah. boobs. <laughs> but also yeah, boobs. He throws a, a rose and it 
was it, a, it was, yeah, super it was super effective. It was super effective. For once, used rose throw. <laughs> oh, they also skipped the part in the '90s anime about how she killed herself. Oh yeah, no, because they okay. How, so, how, so here's my yeah, thing. Usagi killed how, herself. How? Did they die? This is something that we yeah. see happen in, in Pretty Guardian. So actually, we saw that a little in episode 26, which we walked, talked yeah. about in the um, last episode of the podcast, where, like, they have these, like, really pretty deaths where, like, there is no blood. Yeah, no. Here's, okay, they let me um, let me map this out for you. Um, For for no reason, because Beryl is not in love with Prince Endymion, right. but she's no. just there because she's yeah, like. Yeah, because she says, I'll kill you, which Beryl in the manga and in Crystal <laughs> and in Pretty Guardian would never would do. Never right. do. Um, she's like, hey, marry me. And he's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, get lost. <laughs> and she's like, all right. So she makes a spooky devil <laughs> tornado. Tornado. And he gets sucked into it. And he's like, but, get out of here. But Usagi, Serenity. but yeah, Serenity she jumps doesn't. into it. Yeah. And yeah, they to like hold, try to save him? And they hold hands know. for a second. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to taser the shit out of both of you. Yes. And then they die, question mark? Well, no, no they do. <laughs> well, they do because uh, after she tasers them, she goes, hi, your moon princess is dead. Oh, well, oh that's how. Uh, now that's so clear. In uh, <laughs> in Pretty Guardian, it appears that they uh, died of holding hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got slashed yeah, which with they, a sword. Which we finally do see but, in this episode. Yeah. That he got backslashed. But everyone knows if you get stabbed in the back, there's no, no blood. blood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, they died of holding only, hands. There's only blood in the front part of your body. Yes. Ever, that, even doctors know that, Emma. <laughs> I mean, I'm no doctor, but I know there's no blood in the back part of your body. You just, it it touches your die bone, and then you die. <laughs> also, I love in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. There is a die bone in the back of your body, right? I also love in Pretty Guardian Sailor no. Moon how, like, somebody just, like, slashes him from behind, and he collapses dead, and they just take off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't see that dude at all. They they have arrived to kill the residents of the moon. The princess is right there. It's right there. The princess is right there. Right. But like, it was a drive-by eh. slashing. <laughs> like, it's very unclear who actually yeah, killed yeah. Prince Endymion. You just see a sword come off frame. It was a drive-by <laughs> slashing. And then he falls backwards well, on his ridiculous yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah. Yep. The lamps cushion him. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Don't worry. My shoulder pads <laughs> broke my fall. I'm surprised they were able to cut through him through those lampshades. I know. I thought that's what they were for. Oh, gosh. Uh, and then, okay, so getting back to the 90s anime. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. And Jimmy and Serenity get caught in a tornado and die, question mark. They, no, uh, they do and die. Then, and then uh, after that, the queen is like, oh, man, I'm going to use the silver crystal. But in this version of Sailor Moon, using the silver crystal kills you? Apparently. Like, what? Huh? But the silver crystal has already kind of, like, been around a little bit. Like I know. So has she never used it up until That's, this point? I mean, point? that is my impression. The impression I am under is that, like, the silver crystal is like a reset button. And that, like... If you use it, you're sacrificing your life. And this is something that we see in the end, spoilers, of uh, of this 90s anime yeah. first season of Sailor Moon. It's the same thing where like when Usagi is fighting against uh, the Metallia-possessed barrel, uh, Luna and Artemis are like on the roof of her house and they like sense that she's going to use a silver crystal and Luna's like, no, Usagi, don't use the crystal, you'll die. Why then? Why do we need this silver crystal then? If it's just gonna kill us? Yeah, yeah. This, like, this does seems... Mat- does it not affect Metalia in the same way? Like, she could like use the silver crystal and not die. Like, yeah. Also, so we you okay? 
clarify this for me. <laughs> it, Go if, on. If you I'm, can. I probably can't. It, uh, I don't know if anybody can. I'm going to make something up. Sure. Go on. Uh, so, in all incarnations, the Queen Serenity mm. uses her power to, uh, like, revive everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Send their souls so, to the future. So, when we did that... Mm-hmm. What happened with Beryl, the Shitano, and Natalia? Okay, so the manga is the only one where it's actually really clear exactly what happened. Okay. Basically, she's like, I couldn't kill them. I sealed them. Yeah. Did she, are they all? I remember that part, but are they all sealed together? I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that I don't think is ever made particularly right. clear in any version. In the manga, it's very clear, and I I assume in Sailor Moon Crystal at some point, since the Shitano are all alive, and I think we'll get a little we'll more talk about it more. Yeah. Um, it's very clear that they were reborn as as humans or they were, you know, I, donned in like from Buffy the Vampire right. Slayer into the future as as quote unquote normal people. Okay. But Beryl got to them before Endymion could get to them. I okay. believe Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon establishes that that is true. Yes, they because do because Kunzai is not meet, awakened yet. Yeah, we meet Kunzai when he's just a normal guy. Yeah. And oh. then when he awakens, he's like, oh shit, I'm Kunzai. Yeah. Yeah. He starts off as like a cool guy that I'm like, I did not... First of all, I yeah. did not put two and two yeah, together. That like was a gonna nice be amnesia. I was man. just like, I was like, that is an attractive neighbor. <laughs> Whoops. He seems like a yeah. nice guy. I, I, I freely admit, I did not get that. That's where we were going oh, with him. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what his lost memories are. And then I was like, oh, uh, uh, oh no, no, no oh, oh. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how I did it, but in my brain. <laughs> I so apparently made up a version of Beryl. And I was talking to Sam about this because he was asking me questions. <laughs> so I gave him wrong information. I made up a version where Beryl got reincarnated. She was a scientist. Oh. And, and she was like and investigating was, the North Pole. Yeah. And that's how, and she, that's like, how she unearthed yeah. Natalia. Well, well, I mean, in uh, in I the like manga, it. we see some scenes of her in like a parka. And, that's like, what she, I thought. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I didn't yeah, just make, it, didn't up. Just make okay. it up. Thank God. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, how did I do that? I'm not yeah. sure. She was probably like a super awesome scientist. Yeah. yeah. So in her new life. So basically my understanding, because, and, and this actually makes sense when you have the full backstory. Yeah. From Crystal and the manga and Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, uh, that Queen Serenity would want to send everyone into the future mm-hmm. because, like, they were all just possessed by Metallia. They right. were not, like, Beryl and the Shitano were not bad people. Right. So she was giving them a second chance, too. The issue was because she was so distraught, she created an incomplete seal on Metalia. So M- Metalia was not effectively sealed. So Metalia was able to like get no, back yeah. in the people that she was in before. <laughs> exactly. Evil, 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 evil. evil exactly. Evil, evil. And then Beryl released her. Okay. Oh. And she fully possessed her once again. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't make up the scientist. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Whew, I knew I wasn't that clever. I was uh, like, that came from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I like her being a scientist. Yeah. That's pretty great. Um, <laughs> also, the thing I'm going to say from the 90s version where we talk about um, how everyone was sealed and sent forward. Mm-hmm. We uh, there, there's a point made, and it's made in all the versions, but mm-hmm. especially in the mm-hmm. '90s version, it makes no sense with like the fact that everyone's in magical bubbles. Oh yeah, she's like, oh. I seal Luna and Artemis to go into the future, and they're they in are tubes. In, they are in man-made, <laughs> like man-made metal tubes. So my question is, were those like when you have pets and you have like the crates? <laughs> 
to take them to the vet? the Moon Kingdom version They're of a crate? They're just like cryo-sleep crates. Well, like, they kind of remember Because they don't yeah, freak out on the way to the vet? Yeah. Well, it's like literally like everyone else got magical bubbles except for these yeah. guys who got put in there going to the vet for their shots crates. P.S. Yeah. We to saw float through those, space. Uh, those magical bubbles in the very first episode of the Deke Dub in the 90s. Yeah. When they were doing the prologue about oh, how everybody yes. died yep. on the moon. Well, they it, didn't die on the moon, but there was a fight. It was bad. So Queen Serenity just sent everybody to the future. But no yep. one died. No right. one died. They, no one ever died. <laughs> this is a kid's way, show. If you actually they look, go to another dimension. Listen. listen first First of all, kids, seriously, stop and listen to any episode of the 90s version. Like, you're in your head, you're like, oh, that person died. They never say that anyone is dead. No, they don't. They say sent back to the negaverse. Well, and it's also have eliminated death from the vocabulary of every character in a show about. Well, it's killing other people on, uh, on it, Dragon Ball Z, and they did it in Gundam Wing yeah, too. Yeah, they did. They would never say die or yeah, kill, self destruct. They would say destroy or yeah. Do you yeah. think Kira self destructed? He didn't commit suicide. suicide. Do, you, do you think to get heavy for a second that children do not know how death works? <laughs> we all saw that episode of Rugrats where. Um, Chucky's pet Roly Poly died. We fucking saw it. We know what death is. We know what death is. We watched Disney. Mm. We know what death is. Yeah. Uh, hello, Bambi. Thank you. Lion right. King. Yeah. Right. Lion King especially. Ooh, Cinderella's dad. Land before time. We were with Littlefoot's mom when she died. Yup. Like we didn't just show up and she was dead, which was the no. case with Mufasa. No. We no, were no. with Littlefoot's mom in As her last moment. I know. If I know. 90s kids can handle death probably better than any generation before or after them. Oh. Um, also, so as soon as they see this vision of their souls floating in bubbles to the 90s on Earth, um, <laughs> well, that, and Artemis are in their pet kennels. That's how they yes. end up. And then suddenly they're back in the crystal caves. Like they travel back through the, yeah. hold on, what is it called? The, the multidimensional, multidimensional chaos, chaos world. world. Please, I did not need notes for that. Yeah, and they're back they're back in the like crystal cave on their journey to the dark kingdom and they have their like final confrontation with Kunzai. Yeah. Oh, and but uh <laughs> Just to let everybody know that Luna and Artemis were not with them in this flashback. No, they weren't. No, yeah. but we did see Luna and Artemis in the no. flashback where they're talking to the queen right, and the right. queen tells yeah. them about their power. Right. And they're like, queen, don't use the silver crystal. And you're like, but everything sucks right now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, queen, but, uh, hey, queen, you're lying in the wreckage of your kingdom. Your child is dead. Everything is awful. Don't use the crystal. <laughs> you'll die. And she's like, why? What? <laughs> what? What do yeah. you think I'm going to do? Right. Yeah. They're in the flashback, but in actuality, yeah. Luna and Artemis did not no, get transported with the, the girls. The, 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 the door from the Godfather Italian restaurant <laughs> leads directly to the North Pole. Right to the actual secret <laughs> yeah. evil base. Yeah. So they end up back in the cave where they have this confrontation with Kunzite. All of a sudden, there are these inexplicable glitter barriers. Like, I, like, Which literally, does nothing. I looked down to write a note and I looked up and suddenly they were encased in glitter. But the glitter does nothing because they're still getting and, slashed and up. And Emma yeah. made this sound. She went, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which means your your storytelling is really effective. <laughs> really effective when someone goes, uh. But what, like, what is the point of this glitter shower? I don't, I don't know. It well, does it's nothing. To keep out, it's to keep out knives. But the right. but it's not keeping out the knives. But oh, here, oh, then here, uh, here, never mind. Here is my favorite part about this fight, though. Oh God, is Kunzite's weapon 
is a boomerang. Yeah. His weapon is like two boomerangs. It's like dark energy boomerangs. And he throws the boomerang and it comes back and it hits him and kills him. Yeah. And it's like, he is surprised that his boomerang came back. Like that. Literally one of the four most dangerous men in the universe died because he forgot boomerangs come back to you. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and he's like killed by my own <laughs> weapon. And you're like, yeah, yeah dumb, dumb. boomerang. That's yeah. kind of what they hey, do. Hey, dummy. That's what boomerangs do. But at least he's going to go be with his dead boyfriend now. Uh, and it's true. He does. He <laughs> asks for Zoysite's soul to guide, guide him, him to purgatory limbo. Limbo, limbo. Hmm. Yeah. Spooky, spooky town USA. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually got, I got like a little twinge of like, oh, oh wow. when he was like, guide me to limbo to be with you. And I was like, oh. Boyfriend, because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just want everyone to have a big gay relationship at some point in Sailor Moon. I mean, pretty. I mean, that's why I loved uh, episode thirty-seven of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon was all the Minako and Rei. Oh yeah, every time they would, every time they would have a scene together, I'd I just know. be like, ah! that was did the noise they, I would make. Did, did you just segue? I did. I just segued into oh talking about God. Pretty Guardian Your Sailor Moon. Your segue game is really <laughs> oh strong. Oh, my God. I'm smooth Holy like that, guys. <laughs> like your, smooth jazz. Your segues are greased like WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well be, oh, damn. What is what is Ron Swanson's uh, Duke Silver? Duke, Duke Silver, Silver you yes! are the Duke, You are the Duke Silver of segues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your smooth jazz segues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but in uh, episode 37 of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Uh, basically, we're seeing the aftermath of uh, Usagi's first transformation into Princess Sailor Moon. She has now completely lost control of mm. her own body, basically. Basically. And uh, at night, when she goes to sleep because she's sad and she's thinking about Mamoru being captured by the Dark Kingdom, she turns back into Princess Sailor Moon and goes missing. Yeah. And then Luna goes to chase after her, but in her little girlfriend. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing uh, that happened in. Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon, in between the episodes that we've actually talked about, is that uh, since Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon knew that it was only going to be one season, they kind of tweaked the story a little to get some other story elements in it that actually come from later seasons. So, Mm -hmm. for example, uh, in the second story arc of Sailor Moon in the manga and Sailor Moon R in the 90s anime, we're introduced to Chibiusa who is, uh, you know, Usagi and Mamoru's daughter from the future. Spoilers. Uh, And she comes back and eventually becomes Sailor Chibi Moon and becomes part of the team. Uh, So they've kind of replaced that character Mm -hmm. with Sailor Luna, where basically the stuffed animal of Luna becomes a little girl. Becomes a little girl. And she's very cute and precocious, and I really like her. Yeah, She's a a delight. And (laughs) also in the Sailor Moon S movie Luna does, does turn, turn into, into a, a person human, but she turns yeah. into like a princess babe. kaguya yeah like a babe baby <laughs> babe total babe total babe uh, total yeah. moon babe total moon babe uh, but yeah, so so Sailor Luna uh, is the is the one that chases after yeah. the princess, and right. she hears basically the princess plays this like sad harp Heart, music. Yeah. Which, I, by the way, I um, <laughs> I wrote a note about how I'm pretty sure at least one neighbor called the cops and was like, "Hello, I've got a noise complaint. 
Those damn kids <laughs> and their popular harp music are happening at all hours of the night. I don't know where it's coming from it in was, this neighborhood, but the, someone was, is playing their that, damn I mean, harp. The princess's sad harp tune was basically the say lovey of the Silver Millennium. It's very, I, I think so. It was I like agree the with one that. Song. Yeah. Also, I think that you are giving this show way too much credit <laughs> in having little little girl Luna be like a Chibiusa stand-in. I think that one of the, the reason they did this is because they knew nobody was gonna buy a fucking stuffed cat running around the city trying to find shit. And so they made oh it a my. little girl. Uh, but she was introduced earlier. I know she was introduced earlier. It's because they need Luna to do more things and they didn't want to take the time to puppeteer it. Did, right. Or did the guy who throws the puppet around quit? <laughs> and while they were searching for a new puppeteer, they brought in the little girl little character. Girl. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. I'd believe that. They were I like, believe that. listen, we got this super cute I mean, actress. I like your idea better. I'm not sure if that is actually <laughs> why they did it. If uh, to to the creators of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, if you would prefer us to uh, give the version where you knew what you were doing the whole time uh, and want to give us lots of free stuff, then that's what we think. <laughs> and that's the version we'll tell everyone. Yes, absolutely. You're um, great. So Mamoru is like stuck in the Dark Kingdom at this point. Wait, do you mean the Country Club Ballroom? Uh, the Country Club Ballroom, where Mio is entertaining him, and they are eating, like, chicken feet and fingers? Like, and dirt. And dirt, and, like, a Renfair <laughs> turkey legs. Yeah, it's the weirdest But that Renfair turkey leg looks like it's made of mud. Yeah. Probably. Probably is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she's like kind of disappointed that he won't eat. She's like, oh, you don't want your hostage dinner? Why don't you want your hostage dinner? <laughs> and then we see a moment of clearly the actress being disgusted by the food. <laughs> so she, in the script, she's supposed to like pick up one of the chicken feet and like take a bite and be like, mm, mm it's so good. Mm -hmm. And she does. She just puts it against most, her mouth. The most fake commercial <laughs> bite. It's like this little like. Num, 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 num. <laughs> and it's clear she hasn't bitten anything and she pretends to chew for five seconds and she's holding an intact chicken foot and she's mm -hmm. like mm, this food's so good she, just, she doesn't even like take a, like, a little nip she, she just is, puts it against her mouth she is yeah, about, she doesn't she is about as enthused about eating a chicken foot as I would be uh, yeah I mean uh, having had to make a mold of a chicken foot uh, at, yeah when I worked at that special effects lab they are just as gross as you think they are yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. So then, uh, we see that he decides he wants to go visit the other Chitano. He's like, I want to go to Zoysite's room. And Mio's like, <laughs> I don't know. I think he's gone. Which I don't know why she said that because he's not gone. <laughs> Maybe she was like, no, you, it's like that little kid thing when they're like, oh, why can't we go to someone's house? And the parents are like, cause he's sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. He's busy. Uh, totally. But can I visit my friends? As a matter no, of fact, he's sleeping. As a matter of fact, all the Shitano are gathered in the room with the piano yeah. in the other country club. In the ballroom. other country club ballroom. Meanwhile, in ballroom B, uh, <laughs> aka yeah. the same ballroom that they just switched the curtains <laughs> out of. Yeah, and yeah, had and more lighting. Took in. out the banquet table and put yeah. in the piano and opened uh, the drapes. Can yeah. we can we get the chicken feet out of here and put <laughs> the piano in? Well, they were gonna rent the ballroom next to it to be where the hostage dinner was, but the Epstein's were having their bat mitzvah there. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they couldn't get that one. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. So they had to just switch out that other ballroom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and little Ricky is feeling very betrayed by Meryl. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that Red Ranger Billy Idol would be too, but he's, he's dead. dead right he's, now. So. He is croaked. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. Dead. Uh, little Ricky is like, no one help me with my math homework. I know. And I almost got Myrtle or <laughs> <laughs> Why would mom do that? I don't understand. Why would mom be this way? I've been super cool. Yeah. But this does introduce uh, Jedi's dilemma that he deals with basically for the rest of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon that I actually really like, where I think that Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon makes it pretty clear that Jedi has, in fact, recovered all of his lost memories. He's just pretending like it's but not happening. But he's just pretending that he's not yeah. dealing with the mm. fact that he has done a bunch of things that he, Jedi, would never have right. done. It's it's really uh, a, a case of Stockholm Syndrome. It's, it's like, totally Stockholm he's Syndrome. He's like, well, I, I am aware of what I used to be, but now I'm just so into this, like, barrel I'm thing. I'm too far into this. I'm, to, too, yeah. I'm too far in, man. I gotta commit to this being a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, anytime you tell me about my past life, I'm gonna go, ah, la, 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 Yeah, yeah. And then Kunza is just mad. Kunza is so mad. Well, because we see a flashback that illustrates that the end of the Silver Millennium was not good for no, Kunza. No, it was not a good time. It was terrible. Everybody is dead under a pillar and he is leaning on a sword and screaming in rage. Yep. Yeah, he's he, He's not a fan of how things went uh, down. No. no. It was a bad, bad time for him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but then uh, we go back to Usagi's house and basically find <laughs> that she's missing but her mom comes in and Ami is like being her stand-in basically. So funny. But Ami's like laying on her face so all you see is the hairstyle and Usagi does have a distinctive hairstyle still and then her mom leaves and Ami sits up and it's like, whew, that was a close one. She does the whole thing of like, mm, I'm up, I'm awake, yeah. thanks mom. Yeah, and then her mom comes back in and you're like, oh no, yeah. it's about to go down and then he goes like, <laughs> I gotta get new contact lenses. I can't see a thing. Um, I'm like, on top of the list of other things I need to do today. Yeah, I have to go get more. Yeah, contact all the lenses. errands that I'm gonna go do. So, uh, so this is the thought I had when that moment happened. Uh-huh. Uh, we have a phone that can disguise us. Mm-hmm. Why did yeah, she not why disguise did she, why herself? Why did she not herself? Because what? then it wouldn't oh matter. God, I didn't even think of I that. I didn't think of that either. They have a phone. I mean, uh, it's not. A, it's not as funny. Mm-hmm. It's not as funny. But still. Yeah. But still. What? Why? What? Pretty oh my God. Moon has you really didn't. For me now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kelby, no. Kelby, no, that's just, genius. Kelby, you just broke my brain. <laughs> They literally have oh disguise God. technology and they did not turn themselves into Usagi. Like, yeah. they're, they're lucky that her mom is so preoccupied with being a goofball that she didn't. I know. What? Well, and then, and then after discovering that her contacts are gone, so like Ami is in the clear, she goes downstairs to eat breakfast and then Shingo shows up. Um, I love Shingo. Who is still my favorite character in Pretty Guardian Sermon, He's so by funny. the way. He's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, like instead of being like, Mom, that's not Usagi, he's like, I don't Ugh. care. Girls. <laughs> it's this, they're, they're up to something. First of all, um, her mom is like, Oh, hey, come downstairs. I made an omelet of bitter melon and avocado. Oh my God. Yeah, it's salsa, I, avocado salsa. Uh, and uh, I wrote down. Which that, is, that, is that guacamole? Does avocado salsa just mean guacamole? I don't know. Uh, possibly. I okay. wrote down uh, the visual of. 
Ami Azusagi eating that omelet. I wrote down that omelet is made of eggs and nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Makoto shows up. And Her face is so good. good. I love the actress that plays Makoto. She's my favorite in the show. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, she's standing in the doorway and then Ami turns around and Makoto's face, she's just like, what the fuck? Okay, don't, <laughs> don't panic. Because obviously we had to do this. Right. Internal screaming. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She totally is. Yeah. And then they all like gather in Usagi's room and Luna tells them about like, hey, I heard the harp playing. We got to go investigate. But one of you needs to stay here and pretend to be Usagi. Yeah. And as mature adults, they go, we're going to have to paper rock scissors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ami loses and goes out. And now it's Makoto's turn to be the Usagi stand in. Yep. yep. So yep. she dresses up in her English clothing yes! and puts her hair up like and Usagi is, and is doing a, a stretches? Weird, weird stretches and a weird dance. And her mom is like, what's, what's going her- on? And she pinches her nose and does a weird high pitched voice. And her mom is like, <laughs> oh, you're sick. Go to bed. It's yeah. <laughs> and uh, my mom was never convinced anytime I pretended to be sick. No matter how well I did it. So God yep. bless Usagi for having a mom exactly. that easy to snow. Yep. My mom never even let us stay home even if we were sick. Uh-huh. Unless you were practically dying, uh-huh. you went to school. <laughs> so the fact that her mom was like, oh, man, I, my eyesight is pretty terrible. Yeah. It seems to me that Usagi's getting taller. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I wonder if it's the astigmatism again. It's like, right. what? She's, man. She, no wonder she's Usagi's, Usagi's such a bad student because she can bullshit her mom every time she doesn't want to do something. Clearly. Uh, also, meanwhile, uh, Ray has gone to talk to Minako about what's going on and how uh, she's gone missing. So Ray goes to visit Minako on set. She's like filming a pilot. I don't know. Or a music video. A music video or something. It's like your standard, like people are wandering around in the background in costumes. Yeah, yeah. And it's a back lot. Yeah, like prop pieces are being wheeled in. Right. So then like one of the producers or one of the ADs or something like comes up to them and Minako's like, oh, we're reading from the script. And so she and Ray are reading from the script to use as like a cover for the fact that they're actually talking about the silver millennium. So that way, if anybody else comes by, they're not, it's like, not weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Minako basically like lays it all out for Ray being yeah. like, Hey, the princess and prince's love is a bad thing. They right. can't be together. We have to keep them apart. Yeah. Now we it, have to stop the princess. In the version in my head, mm-hmm. they snuck off to a supply closet and made out somewhere. I mean, I did write down that uh, that Minako told Ray that she loved her, even though she was just reading from the script. <laughs> <laughs> but she clearly meant no. it. But, but she it, clearly does. If I was writing the show, they would be like, oh, all this civil millennium talk, who cares? And then they'd just make out. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. So good. It wouldn't be gross. It'd be sweet and tender. And it also... Would. No. Uh, So then at the end of the episode, Ami's like running around the city looking for Princess Sailor Moon. Uh, And then when they get close to finding her is the first appearance we see of what I like to refer to as the zombie silly putty Yomas. Yes. No, I wrote Power Rangers. I wrote Grim Reaper. They're Grim Reaper zombie putties. It is the exact fucking face mask <laughs> they're, nice. of the putties it's a gray bodysuit the only difference is they're wearing super cheap Halloween town quality <laughs> Grim Reaper robes over and they're it they're making this yeah. sound and Whoa. I yeah, and if I was writing a paper and had to prove 
that <laughs> all the monsters in this show are just rejected are Power just, Rangers. Well, not even or recycled, rejected. They're recycled. Power Rangers monsters. This would be like my my crowning jewel <laughs> of that paper. Th- this would be your third paragraph. This would be the ending of that <laughs> in paper. In conclusion, <laughs> it is obvious by... Yeah, that would be my coup de grace. I love it. Um, as... These episodes that we're discussing establish the best mm-hmm. way to defeat them is to lure them all. Yeah, and to and then, jump up in the air and, and have then them all they, heads. And then they comically bonk their heads together yep. like coconuts. Yep. And that's how you beat and them. And that's how you beat them. Yeah. Yep. I think that's how they beat them in Power Rangers as well. Yep. Well, oh. with the putties, you had to punch them in the in their, oh, in their yeah. like chest plate and then they died. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why they wore the robes, because they yeah. didn't want that happening yeah, anymore. Yeah, they wore, like, more padding, guys. They yeah. had pillows. <laughs> Underneath the robes, they had pillows, like, duct-taped across them. I, I mean, Beryl does look like Rita Repulsa, so... Uh... I told... I'm telling... I'm going to write this paper. Fair I'm just going to write it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so they fight with the zombie Yoma, which basically the reason that those Yoma are appearing is because due to the presence of the Silver Crystal and the Awakened Princess... Metallia's power is growing stronger so like Yoma are being randomly generated it doesn't right. have to be the Sheeta no using the power of their pet rocks to like consciously yeah. pow- you know conjure a Yoma yeah. oh and uh, speaking of the Sheeta no Red Ranger mm-hmm. Billy Idol mm-hmm. is alive not yeah it turns out that he's alive uh, but he's just like a psycho homeless, homeless person dude. Yeah. he wakes up sitting on the side of a building as a normal human person uh, all of his red hair dye is gone. He's lost his squishy cape. <laughs> He's dressed as uh, just a normal, hip, young, attractive person yeah. with yeah. crazy eyes and crazy hair. And and uh, and he is just like yes. 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 Now he's wearing all black, so he's now Black Ranger Billy Idol. <laughs> black Ranger. Billy Idol. Though no. I feel he's kind of like the Green Ranger who like started off as being kind of a uh, bad guy. <laughs> mm. uh, but we don't we can't think of a clever yeah. nickname for no, that. No. Nope. So he wakes up and he's like, uh, Oh man, I'm human, but I'm angry. And he's like, What can right. I do to make myself feel powerful? Oh, I'm gonna bump into Right, exactly. In the next episode, in 38, which we also watched for this episode, (laughs) he does. Like, he bumps into Motoki in a parking garage where Motoki is buying mass quantities of oranges and toilet paper. But single-rolled toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not in a pack. No. It's single-rolled. It's single-rolled. That I I will attempt to justify. Uh, (laughs) It's for the bathrooms at the karaoke place. They still garnishes. They still sell those in a pack. You know what? They're putting their hands all over (laughs) They still sell them in a pack. Fine. Thank you. (laughs) I would like to point out that even Motoki's car is a fucking turtle. Uh, It is. Because it's green and it's like this weird like PT Cruiser VW bug. This encounter between Nefrite and Motoki is amazing for many reasons. Uh, So he like bumps into him and knocks everything on the ground. And then like somebody like comes over. Oh, the police the security comes over. Guard. Yeah, when they, the security guard comes over when they like start having an argument with one another. He's like, what are you guys doing? And Nefri like- Fucks him up. Fucks him up. He flips him onto the ground. And I'm like, how did Nefri not get arrested? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No no it arrest. It was just unnecessarily beating people up in a parking well, garage. Like, we have established that in this reality, people just go to a Shinto shrine to handle shit. It's true. Uh, it's they, were, uh, like, they went to a shrine and were like, dear gods, 
Please get me justice for the guy that flipped me <laughs> in the parking garage. I would go to the police, but I am the police. We don't actually have a police headquarters. Yeah. We just come to this shrine. Yeah. Um, so episode 38 centers around Usagi, who we discover by the end of episode 37 in her princess Sailor Moon form, basically trying to retake control of her body and turn back into herself. Yeah. Uh, so it's all about like her consciousness and the princess's consciousness yeah. talking to one another. It's basically a creative way it's of a having creative, a flashback. It's a recap episode. episode. Yeah. But we do learn a really important plot point that we've been building up to to this point where everyone has been like the prince and princess can't get together. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. Yeah. And we're like, whatever. It was pretty bad all the time. But here again, I'm sure I'm giving Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon too much credit. You usually do. And this is going to be this is going to be uh, mega spoilers for the infinity arc of Sailor Moon if you have not seen that far. If you have it, turn it off. Yeah, or Which one's the that Infinity far, arc? Is that R? Oh, it's S. You're right. Uh, so in the Infinity arc, uh, the main story is that uh, Sailor, Sailor Saturn, Saturn it, that, that, well, that Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune are trying to find and kill Sailor Saturn so that yeah. she doesn't destroy the universe again. again. Because in uh, in every other Sailor Moon at the end of the Silver Millennium, after the Queen sent everybody's souls to the future, and it was apparent that, like, there she was, was not going to get was better. no coming back from this. Yeah. Sailor Saturn drops the Silence Glaive and basically resets the entire universe. She kills everything. Everything. Yeah, uh, yeah so the universe re-begins yeah. uh, because of Sailor Saturn. Yeah. In Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, once again, I'm like, well, they weren't going to get, they were never going to get that far. They were never going to have the Outer Senji, et cetera. It's basically the same thing, but it's with the princess. Mm -hmm. That basically, when Endymion died, the princess was so distraught that she did use the power of the Silver Crystal. Because we've established that, like, the Silver Crystal can either be, like, the ultimate weapon for good and light and happiness and prosperity, or it is, like, the worst right. ever. And she used it the bad way. Was uh, the Infinity Arc of the manga wrapped by the time Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon was made? Oh, oh yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. The then whole you know, manga was, at, was I'll wrapped. Let you, I'll let you have yeah, this. Yeah, the whole, the whole manga was wrapped I'll by the time Pretty Guardian I'll let you have this Sailor and Moon say happened. that Pretty Guardian did it on purpose. Thank you. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, it's the equivalent thing where, like, she... But in this, she uses the Silver Crystal and destroys everything and the universe begins anew. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't they don't say the universe begins anew, but they certainly but say earth. that the earth yeah. begins anew. Because she yeah. wipes out the moon and therefore wipes out the mm -hmm. earth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh which is which we do actually learn in episode 38. I, I have to say I really like the storyline of the princess was the one who caused the destruction of the Because it kind of makes sense yeah. in that yeah, way. Well, yeah, well, and so it, so it changes the mission a little bit of the Sailor Guardians mm -hmm. to being preventing that from happening again. Like, it's a very active thing. Whereas yeah. in uh, all the other versions of Sailor Moon, it's like... Protect the princess. Yeah, protect the princess and stop the end of the world from happening again. But, like... More like stop the princess and Endymion from dying in sorrow again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is more or less what happened. Um, but yeah. So eventually, uh, Usagi is able to reason with the princess enough by recounting all of her tales of her many encounters yes. with Mamoru. It is, it is essentially a clip show. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And basically, and basically, she's like, "No, we we really, you do have a chance to be with him mm -hmm. this time. It's through me." 
it's going to be okay. Right. Uh, yeah, that's and that's Usagi um, speaking the, to her the print, to princess, her princess consciousness. Yeah. The one thing that I will say that is just like a totally painstaking, like obnoxious Girl Scout thing mm-hmm. to say is the in the clip episode montage mm. where we talk about how Mamoru has a handkerchief from her because he was injured. Oh, yeah. It was because he was burned and she wraps a oh, handkerchief yeah. around oh, yeah. it. And my, thought, my thought was... No, no, don't cover a burn. It needs air. It's going to get infected. <laughs> You're doing the worst. It's You're true. doing the worst. So, um, kids, if you ever get burned, don't lovingly cover it with something. Uh, but in the not flashbacks and the stuff that actually happened presently in this episode, I did like the uh, sword duel between Kunzai and Frenzy <laughs> with his with his uh, lamp sleeve. Dude, oh, God, I those just lampshade okay. epaulets. That <laughs> is that is a flashback. To sword training. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We know who these two characters are. Yeah, because they because Kunzite trained Endymion to yes. use a sword in the past. We've also seen them. So I mean, God, this is this is episode thirty eight. Mm-hmm. We know who these dudes yeah, are. Yeah, Take correct. off your fucking shoulder pads. <laughs> Why would you take be them those off to train? You would not be wearing again. This is something we. see. I know that's true. Like they would never be in like full armor. Yeah, take it training. off. We see this throughout every version of Sailor Moon. Um, whenever we see these people during the Silver Millennium, they are in full formal outfits every time. Um, every if time. You know anything about royal dress or the way that like ruling yeah. a kingdom works there are outfits you wear to for show and yeah. there are outfits you wear for work yeah and <laughs> literally there are no work I outfits made a, I, I just, made a note uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it before on the show but I feel like anytime Princess Serenity opens her closet it's 20 of the same formal gown yeah yes. and Endymion is always in full show <laughs> armor yeah complete with like, lampshade epaulets you, you do you need to understand that, like, princes and princesses don't dress for balls the way every they dress day. every day. Yeah. No, it's very true. That's it's very not true. That's how it works. It's true. Like, it's I do. so impractical. My, my history brain is exploding when we watch this stuff. Yeah. But Mamoru basically makes some deal with Kunzite where he's like, hey, if I beat you in a duel, you have to help me with something. Oh, yeah. And we think it's going to be like a good something. But then at the end of the episode, he shows up with Kunzite on the earth and Usagi has broken free of the princess. She's now in regular Sailor Moon form. Right. She fights off some zombie Yoma and she's like trying to go meet up with the rest of her buddies and then the Shitano all show up, and then yeah. they're like, "P.S. Endymion's here too," and she's like, "Great!" And then he draws a and sword, then he draws on, a sword her. on her, and that's where the that's episode the end ends. Of it. Ooh, <laughs> uh, oh, which man. is uh, reflective of how this episode of Sailor Moon Crystal and this act of the manga end, where Mamoru shows up now yes. possessed by Metallia right. in like evil Endymion form. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I would just like to add my note from Sailor Moon Crystal for episode 10. Um, when we're seeing the backstory yeah. of the, the Senshi meeting the Shitano, um, I wrote, this is so beautiful. It has to be fan fiction. <laughs> because it's like everything that people have always wanted from Sailor Moon. On the screen, it's like, oh, yes, we all followed Sailor Moon to Earth. And we met these four totally hot guys. And they were in love with us, too. Here is a beautiful field where okay. that, that happened in the metaphor. But here, that's the thing. <laughs> it's a metaphor. Okay, so I, I've only recently been... Uh, discovering Tumblr. I've never really been into it before, but like since I've been 
tumbling some Sailor Moon stuff, I wrote an article about what a badass Sailor Venus is that's gotten quite a lot of attention. Uh, and uh, But I, I, I just kind of started following different Sailor Moon things and people were reblogging stuff. And there's this crazy thing going on where there's a lot of people that are like, mad about the Senshi Shitano thing for, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, also, uh, I'll, I'll get to that later. But the first thing I want to say is the people who are annoyed, they're like, oh, it's so stupid. You knew them for one day. I'm like, that? No. No, 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 no that's that, not how that it works. That flashback was not a flashback. That was like a metaphor flashback. Like, that, yeah. that is not what actually happened. That's a relationship montage. That was a relationship montage. That was an illustration of yeah. like, feelings and yeah. that's, that's not literally what happened they didn't beam down like star trek into a field <laughs> and see four guys standing in a row <laughs> no. and then go yep i uh, like that it's more of like a dream space yeah, yeah yeah totally is um so let's just talk about that because that's that is the the most uh important thing about this episode for me. So just to recap really quickly, the whole thing that happens, the whole thing is basically a flashback of them on the moon. They mm-hmm. they combine their powers, they travel to the moon. Before that, there's a really cute scene with Usagi's family, though. Oh, oh God, yeah, so where her dad, yeah. he, her dad has put the crystal on a chain for, for her. her. And he's like, oh, is it from your boyfriend? And she's like, yeah, kind and he goes, of. He goes, oh, 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 what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no! Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, then, but then he doesn't do the thing that uh, my one of my pet peeves is in any um, any pop culture reference is when girls start having boyfriends and oh, dads yeah. are like, I'm gonna kill I'm that gonna kill guy. Him. My daughter's yeah. pure. It's like, no, you let your sons grow up and you're gonna protect your daughters. He's like, oh my god, she's becoming a woman. Yeah, and yeah. that's what he says to to Ikuko Mama. Is he's like. He's like, I look at her sometimes and I feel like she's becoming a different person. Like she's going to not, it won't be long until she's grown up and she leaves us. Yeah. Yeah. But then Ikuko's like, nah. Nah, she'll always be our spoiled little girl. (laughs) (laughs) But just the fact that we have a dad. Yeah. I love her dad. He's the greatest. Number one dad. She's becoming a woman and his response is, I'm going to kill the guy that's going to steal my daughter. Yeah. It's like, wow, she's growing up. I know. It's beautiful. And then that's the way to do it. And then she, and Shingo, meanwhile, are fighting over a video uh, game. game. Yeah, <laughs> mom is like, no, she's always good. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's all right. That was a great scene. She might, be, um, she might be mature, but she's also a dum dum. So the, the <laughs> girls combine their powers and they teleport to the, to moon. the moon. They find the stone sword in. Well, it, it's a stone sword in a, in a stone. stone. Anyway, stone on stone. On stone. <laughs> uh, oh, I had a question. Yeah. If I had a question, I mean, Sam had a question. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so they go to the moon. Mm-hmm. Is this a reality where, where we the can 19- on the moon? No, oh. where the 1969 moon landing never happened. Uh, unclear. I, I don't know. I think here's mm. my here's my thing. Um, I'm I think this has been established. I might have made this up. <laughs> um, we have never been to the other side. Like, of there's the only a portion of the moon that humanity has landed on. I just assumed... <laughs> this is the other side of the this moon. This is the other side. Okay. That's legit. <laughs> I assumed this was the other side of the moon that no astronaut had landed on. And in all of our... Done. In all of our technology and, te- Tom and Hanks. telescopes never, never, and... Never, never, never got a picture. Satellites? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Nope, mm-hmm. never. And no. rovers? Uh-huh. No. All right. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> all right. That because, answers that. Uh, um, here's the one fandom we haven't referenced on this show. The episode of Simpsons where the <laughs> cast of Xena is explaining why things happen on the show. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone in the audience has a question about why something happened, they just go, 
a wizard did it. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Beryl? The, yes, the evil wizard. Beryl, yeah. wizard. Therefore, the evil wizard of Earth. If people on Earth had never seen the Moon Kingdom, it's because a wizard did it. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, we established in the 90s, anime that Beryl Beryl's a wizard. is a wizard. Exactly. Exactly. So that Beryl works. did it. Uh, so, works for me. So basically, they all showed. There was one joke that they left out of the manga. Oh, yeah. From, well, they left out of Sailor Moon Crystal that right. was in, in the, manga, the manga, where they get to the moon and they're all like, oh, this is amazing. And then Sailor Jupiter goes, hey, Usagi, now you really are a rabbit in the moon. Because <laughs> Tsukino Usagi means rabbit in the moon. Yep. Ah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And I'm sure that was the response of everyone else on the moon. That like, is, yeah, yeah, no, that is, like, they literally, they, they literally, you see like Minako in the background and she just has like streaky eyes and a sweat drop. Um, and uh, yeah, judging so they, you so hard. So they find the stone sword. All the girls try to pull it out. I did like that. Sailor Jupiter was like, "I got this. Yeah. I'm super strong." <laughs> uh, but she was unable to pull out the sword. And then Venus successfully pulls it out. And then the consciousness yeah. of Queen Serenity appears. Consciousness hologram. Yeah, consciousness hologram from the mainframe computer right. of the ancient moon. Because because it is established that like they had like spaceships and technology right. it's yeah, it was, a very it was, superman um jor-el moment it is. you know what it, yeah. it really is it really is a very superman jor-el kind like of they, moment. not they man did. of steel no no i'm talking old school superman, marlon yeah. brando mm-hmm. and they really beautiful in, speech in moment still they really do talk about that of like the culture started over mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. Reset. All these things existed in a different form. Right. But it all got wiped and everyone had to right. start when, Right. When over. Sailor Saturn destroyed the entire universe, everything had to start over. Right. Yeah. So, so like, like, they we were progressed pretty, to a certain point. Yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately. So, in this reality, mm-hmm. is it the moon war that causes the Dark Ages? Well, the moon war is prehistoric. Oh, before dinosaurs? Yeah, it's before dinosaurs. Oh. Yeah. It's, I yeah, didn't it's, realize yeah, we were that far back. It is. It is supposed to be prehistoric. And when Sailor Saturn drops the silence glaive, it's like a new Big Bang. And there's a whole new universe. Uh, okay. And that's the universe that's that we're in the, now. That's mm-hmm. when the dinosaurs mm-hmm. go down. Yep. Okay. Uh, so um, they get to the moon. The queen is there. And she tells them the story of how they, they were when they lived during the Silver Millennium. And mm-hmm. the princess was obsessed mm-hmm. with the Earth. And she used to sneak down to the earth and she fell in love with the earth prince. I loved the scene where all of a sudden they were in a flashback of their lives on the moon. Mm -hmm. uh, And she was sneaking home the next day. (laughs) That scene was so funny to me. It was adorable. It was so cute. And I I loved that she clearly was like sneaking home the next morning. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, like it was walk of shame. (laughs) It was like, princess I'm sorry. Shame. Yeah. That is not that is not an innocent pure like we were holding no, hands no, 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 down no. here. No, that was a walk of shame. No. She spent we the night. We did it. She spent capital T, capital N, <laughs> the night. And she's sneaking back in the next morning. Everyone's like, oh, did you have fun? <laughs> How was it? That How is was exactly it? what it was like. Um, I'm still bummed that we don't get the white dresses. Aww. I know from the Reconquista. Maybe, I know. maybe they'll turn up later. Maybe. They might turn up later. I just we'll really see. like the idea of everybody being mm-hmm. like super pretty and flowy. Well, in, in and the Reconquista, it was because they were literally in the middle of the ball. And yeah. they were like, oh, shoot. Right. 
Mm-hmm. We but gotta, I, we gotta call to arms. I guess I just like the idea of them having like a battle outfit yeah, and like that's a like chilling a outfit. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Whereas it's clear they wore their like Sailor Guardian outfits All in the, the past. Time. Yeah, then that was just like their military dress. Basically. Yeah, but I would. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I like the image of no, girls in a too. formal oh, dress God, with swords. I love, I love girls in a gown fighting with a sword. Girl, <laughs> girl. Uh, it, it appeals <laughs> to my inner Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then uh, we see kind of how everything ended uh, during the Silver Millennium in the battle on the moon. Uh, the queen's like, yeah, and Dimian basically guarded you. He took a blow for you, and then uh, you, you killed yourself. Well, she says passed away from grief. Yeah, but, well, they show, but they show her stab they, herself. I guess they I do. looked down, because I, I thought you, I, I didn't see no, no, no. It's just like uh, it's like reverse Utena. Like in Utena, when Utena pulls, when it's specifically in the, like, story arc after the Black Rose story arc where yeah. everybody's in the the evil car with Akio. Yeah. And they pull swords from the body of the duelist. Yeah. That is what it is like. It's like Utena having the sword drawn from her body, but it's the opposite. It's the sword going into her body. Uh, I mean, it's the same body arc in everything. Yeah, like, yeah. it was straight out of Revolutionary Girl yeah. Utena. It was a straight up homage. And also, <laughs> in every other, like, uh, the versions that we've seen where they talk about the movie where it's like, Everybody involved just sort of is like, oh my, something's <laughs> happening. There is straight up a shot in Crystal where all of the pools and the waterfalls and the rivers are blood yeah, and red. red. Literally. Oh, I could blood. watch I could watch a whole extended episode that was just this war. The fight, yeah. It, oh, it's, like the, cool. it's like every body of water in the kingdom is the elevator from mm-hmm, The Shining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So then after that, Queen Serenity's like, but you were reborn on mm-hmm. the earth. You're getting another chance. It's really like... This is your chance yeah. to have a happy life. That is what I want for you. Well, and not only that, she stresses that the fact that she was reborn a human girl is important. Right. It's that you're they, a girl. Yeah. And that is what is most important about this. Yeah. And holy shit. I know. We never, ever, ever encounter stories where a girl character is being told, because you are a girl, that is the most important thing mm-hmm. about you. We are always encountering stories where a girl hero is told that she has to cast away being a, a girl. girl. In order yeah, to fulfill favor, her destiny. Yeah, masculine qualities yeah, to fulfill But this her is destiny. like the but one yeah. time where we get a yeah. moment where it's like, you're a girl and that's important. The fact that you are a girl is the most absolutely important mm-hmm. factor in the equation of who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We never get that. And I fucking, <laughs> I cried a little. Yeah. I love yeah, that. It's great. And I feel like, I feel like we should tell all uh, little girls that. The fact that you are a girl mm-hmm. matters. Well, yeah. and you are, and you have been reborn into different circumstances so that this time you have a chance to be happy like I always wanted you to be. Mm-hmm. Because now you being <laughs> lunar is out of the quest. It's not, it's an not issue. a problem yeah. anymore. You can do whatever you want. You're down on earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. And uh, in the 90s anime, I believe it was 44. They it do. Was, yeah. They do mention that they are reincarnations. Yeah, I mean, no, it was actually in. Uh, or was in, it the previous? It was the one. previous one. Yeah, that's where, right. where that's the only one where they make it very clear. Yeah, where yeah. Minako's like, nope, our parents here are our real parents. Yeah, we're just reincarnated. But I people. like, I like it though because it 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 shows that like Serenity was also thinking about them too. Of, yeah, like, they yeah. they deserve to have happy lives, so I'm yeah. going to give them families, and I'm well, gonna... and, and it all it all goes back to what I mentioned earlier when I was talking about how Serenity 
also chose to send the souls of Beryl and the Shitano into the future right. because they deserve a second chance. They deserve chance. a second chance too. Unfortunately, their second chance is not going very well. No, because Metalia managed to creep on out. Yeah. <laughs> Metalia creeped on out, Beryl reawakened her, and she reawakened the Shitano as her henchmen, basically, yeah. instead of the prince's guardians, which oh. is what that's right. Yeah, so we which have our little... Which, of course, we already know in Pretty yeah. Guardian Sailor Moon that right. they they were yeah. his guardians. Right, right. So they wrap up what's going on on the moon. They go back to the Earth. And and again, Usagi is having sort of a Princess Serenity moment of being like, there's all these things on the Earth that you can't experience on the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a weird thing. because in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Luna and Artemis are like, yeah, both the moon and the Earth were lush with vegetation. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no they no, weren't. No, 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 no. The point of the moon is it wasn't lush with vegetation. It was all fake on yeah. the moon. Everything was fake. Yeah. So she longed controlled. for, yeah, she longed for what was real. Right. Which was on the Earth. Yeah. And that's why she would go down there all yeah, the time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, they end up back on Earth. And then Shitano sneak down to where Beryl has gone. So previously in the last episode, the Shitano were all looking on the like comatose body of Endymion Mm -hmm. uh, that Beryl's like looming over and Beryl walks away and they're all like, I don't know. Have you seen this guy before? He looks sort of familiar. And it's like, no, stop it. He's not. I know. What? (laughs) No, no, he doesn't. Not ever. The least convincing Um, performance ever. Totally, totally unconvincing. No. So then he leads all the Shitano down to like, the secret Metallia lair where Beryl's been hanging out. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, I didn't know it, that there she was, it down was this here. so deep yeah. down here. And they're hanging out outside the door. And 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 here is where Metallia does the exact opposite of what Metallia does in the 90s anime. Whereas in the 90s anime, Metallia is like, kill him. And Demi and I want to get with him. Yeah, yeah. And in this one, she's like, kill, kill that guy. We don't yeah, need him. She's like, well, a piece of the silver crystal went into his body, but we can't seem to make it react. And Metallia's like, well, Fucking He's useless him. to us. Yeah. And Beryl's like, no, no, you know, I, I think I can think of another. I mean, I, got, I guess I, I've got I, plans. Can, I can figure something out. <laughs> well, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm maybe I'm like in love with it. What? what? No. And then, and then they acknowledge that like her expiration date on controlling the Shitano is approaching. Yeah. And they're like, what? and they're like, what? And then they remember that they were the guardians of the Prince of Earth. And there's this flashback scene of them where they all have the girliest titles. By the way, I I loved it too. I loved it. Again, the the switcheroo on this show where the female characters have these very aggressive, powerful passion and flames and thunder and and courage. courage. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guys are like, Purity and healing, healing, <laughs> compassion, but they're not chastity. Like, but they're still like, but they're still like dudes. Like they're oh, not no, super girly. No, they're, they're like, not super girly at all. No, they're in those bitching uniforms with <laughs> yeah. their swords. They look great. They look good. They look so good. <laughs> it's just that switch of they have the the um quote unquote passive strengths. Yeah, totally. And totally. the girls have the really aggressive active, ones. active yeah. strengths. Yeah, and they're all important. Yeah. But unfortunately, these guys were going about their lives and. And Beryl was like, got him. She got him. Yeah. Yoink, 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 uh, well, yoink. And, then, and then also, too, uh, with Beryl in uh, this scene, like, she repossesses them. Because basically, like, yeah. they're remembering and they're like, oh, my God, we're, we, we fucked up. We fucked up. We got to yeah. go save our prince. And Beryl and comes out and they're like, like, first of all, fuck you, Beryl, because we were supposed to help 
our friend. Right. Yeah. So we're going to kick your ass now. And she and goes, that's adorable. I know. Oh, and then God, she, she's so, so mad. Evil. And then she just takes oh, them over so again. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. And in the manga, it's really similar, but it's just Kunzite. It is just Kunzite. Yeah, him. it is just Kunzite. Um, but but he does yeah. have a moment of being like, no, no I was... Yeah. This, and then she's like, What no. was I reborn for? <laughs> yeah, and so then Kunzite, along with the other Shitano and Crystal, or in the manga where the rest of them are dead, just Kunzite, he like goes to the Earth and starts to freeze the entire planet. That's yeah. his plan. He's yeah. just going to freeze the whole planet. So that Metallia Fair can enough. like live yeah. there. Uh, so then in the manga... They all get together. They team up. Sailor Moon does, in fact, like burst into space and use moon healing escalation. Mm -hmm. It only sort of works out. The Sailor Senshi use their powers. They combine, do Sailor Planet attack. And this is where they do, in fact, kill Kunzite in yeah. the in um, the manga. In the manga. Uh, in Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, uh, so much better. <laughs> it's so much better. Um, so they show up to have this fight and they're all like, together and they managed to like disrupt Kunzite's ice powering um and uh <laughs> ice ice baby and uh dun, and then dun, 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 all dun, the to know <laughs> split apart and Venus is like split up and protect the princess oh and then they and each then they pair each off, pair off. Oh, don't fight your boyfriends <laughs> everybody okay. Everybody so, fights their boyfriend uh, from the past. And Minako tells them all that they are their boyfriends from the past. Uh, and everyone goes, hold what? up. And they flash back to it. <gasps> and they say, oh, that time we followed Usagi or Serenity down yeah, to, to Earth. Earth. And we met these guys. And then they're like, we can't, I can't fight this guy. I, know, I just remembered I all know. of the great times I had. I know. And then they. And yet they, uh, then they pull it together. Yeah. And they, they pull it together. Sailor planet attack. Yeah. And they. they and they try to like break the spell on them, but it doesn't work. And no. they cape swish away. <laughs> well, Kunzai cape swishes. Everybody else just disapparates. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's the thing. This plot line of what people on Tumblr are calling like five by five miracle romance. Uh, what? Who I, came yeah, up with that I name? Don't, I that's... don't know. No, 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 no. And it's people that don't like it that are calling it that. Well, that's dumb. Do they, this storyline. Do they really think this is going to end well? No, it's not going to end well. That is precisely why I'm obsessed with this yeah. is because it is so tragic. Like, yes, I love Jane Austen novels. I love a good quadruple wedding, but that's not where this story no, is going. No, of course not. That is not where this story is going. No. It ended badly in the Silver Millennium. It's going to end badly again. Of course They are going to have to murder. This They're is, boyfriends. I, the, yeah. thing, the thing that I wager on is that this is going to boil down to a... <laughs> four-way boss fight. Yeah, and it's sort going of like with the Dee Dee Girls in the 90s exactly. anime. Exactly. And what it's going to boil down to, and I would wager money on this, is if anyone has seen, where are you in Buffy? Season two. Season two. Cover yours in home for a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is going to be like Buffy facing down Angel. Oh, I know. Stabbing oh. him and then having him regain his oh. soul. And then they're going to be aware of what... He's, they're going to regain their consciousness just enough to be like, oh my God, it's you, and then die. All right. All the feelings, uh, all the feelings. Kelby, you can go safe. Back. I'm back. Um, so, uh, uh, but the thing is, this did not come out of left field. No. This is a thing that was number like one, planned on. Number one, they've been setting it up in Sailor Moon Crystal. Like, I felt very strongly that like, hell yes, this is going to be officially canon. Um, 
also, but there's artwork also, to support it. Exactly. Also, this dates all the way back to the uh, manga when it was first published in 1992. At the end of, I believe it was Act 13, which is basically the end of this story arc. Um, mm-hmm. Naoko Takeuchi had an illustration of all of the inner senshi in the arms of one of the Shitano. Google it. And she wrote basically like, this is a, a relationship I would like to explore sometime. Uh, then in the musicals, they started doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the very first Sailor Moon musical, they like there is a very strong uh, Minako Kunzai love story. And then all the other girls end up pairing up with the other guys. And and they do. They they have a duel where they all kill each other. Yeah. Uh, and then in the most... And what made me really sure that Sailor Moon Crystal was in <gasps> fact going to do this was La Reconquista. Yeah. Which is one of the most recent Sailor Moon musicals. Second most recent um, after Petite Etrangere, which came out this year. Sailor Moon um, La Reconquista came out the year before. They it's also, on YouTube. They also had that storyline where mm-hmm. the Senshi all were paired off with the Shitano, uh, specifically Ami and Zoisai. Like, right. there was a whole love story oh, centered around them. It's so good. Um, so, you have to understand, for me, like, when I discovered that image on the predecessor to Google image search yeah. when I was on the internet as a 14-year-old. <laughs> Ask Jeeves? Ask Jeeves, yeah, sure. Yes, and all, uh, <laughs> God, that, I don't even remember what search was, engine I was using. It's maybe Yahoo. Oh, mm, AOL, I think. Mm, probably AOL. Uh, that was like magic for me. Mm-hmm. I was, and and I am not somebody that's like, oh, I need like a love story for everybody. Like, I love, I love that Ray is like, I no. don't need a man. And it's not, and I don't interpret it because she's oh, asexual or in uh, or in the manga even that she is a lesbian or anything. I just see it as she's got other stuff going on right now. Who cares yeah. about her sexual orientation? Like she's just not interested in having a boyfriend or in anybody at, at right now. Yeah. Um. But I I love this storyline because I'm obsessed with like the backstories of the fictional things that I like. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to I want to see. Tales of the Marauders yeah. of Harry Potter's parents when right. they were in college. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, not in college, in, at Hogwarts. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I like, I like as far as, yeah, I mean, with Sailor Moon specifically, I like every interpretation they take as far too. as, like, you know, like, in, I know it's absolutely ridiculous, but in the 90s, I like that Kunzite and Zoisite are boyfriends. No, me too. I totally like, I love like that, that relationship. I love that Ray and Minako are probably I getting ship, it on in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. I ship Ray Moon. and Minako real hard in Pretty Same. Guardian Sailor Moon. And I, you know, I don't understand why dark, people have to get so yeah. mad. Me too. Yeah, uh, and I ship Dark Mercury with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to have all of the she to know as her boyfriends, and she's like, "I'll call you on Monday. I'll call you on Tuesday. I'll call you whenever." <laughs> and they're like, "Sure thing, Mercury. Okay. Yeah. Sure thing. Call I me. love you. I love you." <laughs> yes. Yeah, like I, I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, this is a new, this is a new yeah. opportunity for Sailor Moon. Exactly. It's a new exploration yeah. of whatever. Yeah. But it's also some shit that was set up previously years ago, years ago uh and, and i don't know it, so it's like, hashtag, it's like hashtag me, deal with it yeah and for me it's just like i this was a, a fanon if you will that that i that i really really liked as a as a middle schooler yeah. and a young high schooler so this is like basically a dream come true for me right, right. now so just let me have it yeah <laughs> yep it doesn't lessen the story no, no not at all i and it's I don't not feel like this is going to be a disney ending no. it's not going to be a disney ending and in fact if it is a disney ending i'm going to be mad 
quite honestly, the <laughs> like it's again like going back to uh, what I was saying in the last episode. The the way to make things really upsetting is to set up trust and love. Yeah, it's to have a backstory. Yeah, and so suck it all. Up. The best way to make someone care about a fight is to make those people used to love each other. Yeah. That's how it's fights true. are no, that is that is raising the stakes in the fight, for sure. Yeah. You gotta raise the stakes. You gotta establish some sort of... It's, yeah. It's the same reason that um, the people who care about the people that Buffy is with, it's because she has all of these antagonistic yeah. but also romantic relationships with the people that, mm-hmm. that you really care about as her, the bosses. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I rest my case. I uh, <laughs> cannot wait uh, for episode eleven. When I'm we see- so curious to see where they go uh, with our with our a uh, villain villain in a chunky knit sweater tuxedo mask. <laughs> he is like hipster. He's like hipster evil tuxedo mask. I wish they kept his glasses. Yeah. Barrel, Barrel says, all right, here's the solution. Wake up, brainwashed tuxedo mask. You're going to go and kill Usagi and you're going to bring me back that crystal. And he's like, I'm going to put on my best sweater to do it. <laughs> I like that when he wakes up in the in the cave that he's got like that one leg up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's straight out of La Reconquista. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it's in the manga too. It's in the manga too. But the actress in La Reconquista. Oh yeah, she's strong. Like one leg. leg. You it's mean that, that one leg that ruined that, my whole life? Yep. It's that Captain Morgan prop oh, up. that's yeah. just like oh, damn. With my arm dangling off the knee. So sexy. God this damn it. Room just got steamy. Oh, it's only because I'm thinking of La Reconquista tuxedo mask. Yep. So, as you guys oh, are well aware, being oh children of the 90s, oh the my 90s, god, I already forgot that we started with the cartoon. The 90s <laughs> were a magical time, wherein most cartoons included a PSA at the end with little moral life lessons for you to take with you throughout your day <laughs> and your life. Sailor Moon also had this, it was called Sailor Says. Or Sailor Moon says. It's actually called Sailor Says, but it seems like it should be Sailor Moon Says because it pretty much always ends with Sailor Moon Says. So this was actually episode uh, 39 of the 90s anime because they skipped around a little. It was called The Past Returns. So, ladies. (laughs) God. God, Take your best shot. Hold on. Hold on. I feel it. All right. I'll take it. It's in the back of my head. I'll take it. Okay. Ready? Go. Ready? Go. In this episode of Sailor Moon, we learned there's more to people than what you think they are. Sometimes people have secrets. We can't judge people based on what we see. So give people a chance. Sailor Moon says. All right. (laughs) I'm going to go for something maybe a little more off kilter, but not by much. Mm, Okay, hold on. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. I'm so ready. Yeah. All right. So. Usagi wasn't really sure she wanted to accept the responsibilities of being a princess. But if you look deep down inside and you realize what is right, you should act on those actions. Something, something. Uh, be true to yourself. Believe in blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm basically yourself. making a jacking <laughs> off motion now because I can't think of anything else. I'm way more clever uh, usually. That's okay. Uh, you were not going to get this. No, I knew it was going to be something <laughs> stupid and obscure. Get ready. Oh, man. Oh. Queen My- Beryl did a terrible thing when she destroyed the moon, but if we're not careful, we could destroy our planet, too. I knew it! Though po- through pollution and plain old carelessness. I knew it! <laughs> we can be careful not to waste things like paper and plastics, 
and we can recycle the paper, plastics, and bottles we do use, we can try walking or biking to school and save on our parents' gasoline. Ask your teacher what you can do. It's everyone's responsibility to keep our planet beautiful. Sailor Moon says... It's a good thing that half of my head is shaved because I would be pulling it out right now. I fucking knew it was going to be something stupid like that. And you know what? I remember that one. For the audience I remember it. My face is in my hands. It's like Sokka in in The Last Airbender when they're like, why is your forehead so red? (laughs) When he's hanging out with those hippies. Yes. Keeps that's, hitting it. Yep. That's basically where I am right now. Yeah. I knew. <laughs> I can't. I knew because it. Because somebody channeling an ancient demon is the same as me not recycling a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so are the Republicans, Metallia? Oh. The Republicans. According, <laughs> uh, that means they're taking all of their uh, uh, legal guns to the moon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. Sorry, Pops. This show just got political. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that's going to conclude this episode I know, of I Love and Justice. Up. Yep. I'm I done after that uh, PSA. Um, I think I might need another beer. <laughs> uh, Lola, where might one find you on the internet if they wanted to do that? If you want to go to the Twitter, I am at Unwinona. U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. Think Winona Ryder, but un. <laughs> uh, I, Kelby Lenorman, can be found at uh, on Twitter at Real Femininity, and then on Instagram and Tumblr, I'm just Femininity, just the one word, like Prince Femininity. <laughs> You're just gonna become a symbol. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about like the 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 female symbol. Yeah, but like with eyelashes. Oh, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. And that maybe one. like some glasses because of the nerd part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I think we just designed you. Oh, <laughs> we're making patches and selling it in the store. And uh, I, Emma Fife, can be found on all social media ventures. At Emma Fife. Uh, you can also find this podcast on Twitter at LNJPod. That's L, N as in Nancy, J as in Justice, Pod as in Podcast. It's short for Love and Justice Podcast. Uh, you can also. Yeah, don't say. I know, I know. Uh, and you can also find this podcast. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Where can I find this podcast? You can find it on Facebook if oh, you my. look up Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. Oh. We're also on the Tumblr. Oh, on Tumblr. Oh, I heard about that new Tumblr. Yeah, same thing. Love and Justice Pod. Pad. Pad. Oh my. Pad is in podcast. <laughs> P P O D. Pad. <laughs> all, the, all the cool kids are doing it. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We'll uh, invade your ears via the powers of the internet again soon. Oh, bye. Oh, bye now. <laughs> Let's